the Struggling Well podcast is a conversation between Jimmy and Susie Callum. Jimmy and Susie are co-founders of the ministry Tandem Spirituality, whose purpose is to support the church through cultivating healthy relationships in order to impact the kingdom of God. To learn more, visit tandemspirituality.com. Welcome back to Struggling Well and our podcast to you. And it's just, again, conversations that Susie and I have together, and we're delighted to be able to bring it to you. It's good to be here, even though um, I am struggling this morning, Jimmy. Okay. Why? Well, we just got back from the Pacific Northwest where we met some amazing people. So this is a shout out to all you guys out there. Um, It was a wonderful time of being with pastors and their wives and some wonderful kids just talking about um, what life is like right now for them. But I'm struggling because I don't do well with time change. And I'm not struggling well. Like last night, you don't know this, but I was up till two. Well, I knew you were up late. I didn't know how late it was, but that's really not really what the podcast is going to be. I I know, but you know, we got to be honest with people as they listen to us. And two o'clock was like a joke. I couldn't believe it. No, I hear you. Um, Well, we're we're turning into the holidays, Thanksgiving this week, and then shortly after that, Christmas. And um, just the whole idea of a day set aside to give thanks. Um, which seems kind of benign on the surface, but sometimes giving thanks is difficult. Well, I mean, look at what um, is out there in the shopping malls right now. Everything is geared towards family time together. There's, uh, you know, we barely got through Halloween and they threw up stuff about Thanksgiving. And I imagine there's already stuff up about Christmas. And I think that times like that that are geared towards family gatherings people being together, uh, I think that's really hard. It's it's hard for a lot of people, even if you're in a family gathering or if you're by yourself and don't have a family. Those are hard days. Yeah, and it's almost as if um, we used to do this as uh, a family when we'd gather at Thanksgiving. You know, everybody around the table um, say one thing you're thankful for. Um, and I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. But I also realize the older I get, there's a pressure that comes with that, that you have to find something to say thanks about. Do you remember the time when we did that, just our little family, and we asked the kids to say something that they were thankful for about each one of us? And I remember you asked our youngest, Graylin, what she was thankful for about me and what she didn't like about me. And she didn't like the fact that I made her wear these lacy socks. But the thing she was thankful for was that I baked cookies. And I remember the dead silence in the room because... You don't bake cookies. I don't bake. And I I guess she thought I made those Oreos and stuck them all together in that package. I don't know. But that was a pretty eye-opening time for me. Yeah. You know, um, Paul says in Ephesians, um, giving thanks, and these are the words that are hard, always and for everything. Yeah. Um, And so there's that added pressure when you know Christ. um, The scripture is clear to give thanks always and for everything. And yet there are things in our lives. We've got some good friends right now who are going through some really difficult times relationally. And I wonder how you give thanks for that. I guess I'm thinking about um, family gatherings in particular. You know, we're, we're, we get together with our relatives, people we are blood related to for the mm-hmm. most part. And even though we're blood related to another, it doesn't mean that we really know one another. And so that then brings into play a lot of interesting dynamics, um, maybe some agony over things that were done or said in the past, 
or feeling unknown, uh, unseen, um, trying to figure out what you are thankful for when everyone else seems to be thankful for everything that they have and what they've experienced. And yet you might be walking into a room with a lot of anxiety and not know what to say and maybe say something that's really not true. Um, and so the layers I think of people are um, how they feel about themselves, how they feel they fit in the gathering that's there, um, how they view God. It's, it's all so, so intense, I think. Yeah. And, and I, I think sometimes, again, there's a separation between we vertically view our relationship with, the, with God and yet we focus many times on the horizontal relationship with things in life. That verse I read in Ephesians of giving thanks always and for everything is, is one of the um, phrases that is a descriptor of being filled with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a correlation, I think, the ability to give thanks in everything and for everything and always is, is somehow tied in with allowing the Spirit of God control in my life. And so when I don't allow him control, I think it's harder sometimes to find reasons to be thankful. I'm in the midst of reading a book called Resilient. I'm doing it with some girls on a Wednesday morning, and it is a book that uh, John Eldridge wrote and recommended by a friend many months ago. And I picked it up because the title really um, caught my eye. What does it mean to be resilient? And the way I think that ties into what we're talking about is when we come to a family gathering, a lot of times we come with a lot of anxiety and lack of connection and struggle with one another. And we don't feel very resilient. We don't, sometimes we come in with all this stuff and, and John talks about three things, which he relates to our relationship with God. And if I might take license, I would relate them to our relationships as well. He says there are three places that we end up. We're either in the shallows, which is we get distracted easily when we're trying to um, commune with God, or we're in the midlands, which is where we are worried about a lot of things and where John Eldridge says oftentimes that's where we cry. And then there are the depths where we're we really let God, um, we really commune with him and don't allow the distractions of the world nor the, the, the distractions of, of worry get in the way. And if I can take his three words um, and just take the same meanings and move them into relationship, forgive me, John Eldridge, for doing that, but it's such a great book. Um, oftentimes when we come to a gathering of any kind with our family, our friends, whomever, a lot of us come in in the shallows. We're very, um, we're not really there. We're just bodily there, but our hearts aren't there. And we're distracted by a lot of things and we don't really engage. Then I think sometimes we come in with the Midland idea where we're so weighed down with a lot of worries that we can't, we really can't even engage in, in conversation because that seems to be the overwhelming thing for us. And then the last one, the depths, um, it certainly refers to our relationship with with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But we come oftentimes with so much on our hearts that we really want to lean into. We want we want to share with people. We want to sit with it with people. And that's not always um, the case. It can't always happen that way. So how do we get beyond those three levels in our relationship with the Lord and also in our relationship with others? Because I think what happens in our heart 
um, flows out into the way we relate in gatherings, in one-on-ones, in our marriages, with our kids. And this time of year with Thanksgiving, uh, all those things come into play. Where are we going to be when we come into that room full of people? Or how are we going to be when we walk into that room with just two or three other people? Yeah. And so is there a way that I can, in my allowing the spirit more control in my life, and as you described the different layers, can I walk into um, a holiday gathering? Thanksgiving and then even flowing into Christmas with a real sense of Thanksgiving. And that's our prayer, that you'd be able to come into wherever you're at in life right now, you'd be able to come into um, those gatherings genuinely thankful to the Lord for who he is and what he's doing. And you have a prayer that you want to close us with. Yeah, this is from uh, a wonderful book also called Every Moment Holy, and it's by Doug McKelvey. And it is... um, it's incredible. I've, I've got this one, volume one and volume two, which speaks more about grief. But this is what he says. This is a liturgy to beginning a purposeful gathering. And so we are gathered here uniquely in all of history. We particular people in this singular time and place. Tune our hearts to the voice of your spirit. For it is you, O Lord, who have so gathered us from our various places. Among us are some who arrive anxious some who are lonely, some who suffer pain or sorrow. Among us are some who arrive rejoicing, hearts made light by good news, good health, and glad anticipation. Help us to prize these moments and care for one another deeply, for each of us and our relationships to one another, because they are precious and fleeting. Help us, Lord, to care for one another deeply and our relationships to one another, because they are precious eternal. Great. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about the Struggling Well podcast, visit tandemspirituality.com.